Welcome, we're the three wine guys, we're doing our blog cast, which is, what have we been drinking? What's staining our teeth purple? No particular order, no, no particular varietal, no but particular... Anything, but but T-Bone's in a bit of a hurry, we just did the, uh, which you probably listened to last week, the Sauvignon Blanc, which is a great, a bit long, but a great podcast, not as long as the Washington one, but T-Bone... Let's get right into I'm it. I'm going to zip into what I got here. Get it. Okay, last week, guys, get it. Bueller makes an amazing Zinfandel. B-U-E-H-L-E-R. It's about $15. Really? Somewhere around there. That's how much I paid for it. Uh, this was one of the, probably the best. What, what vintage? Oh, three. His, his, his Cabernet on the back, it says the Shiznit. <laughs> no. I already got a bottle. We're doing it. Really? I already bought it. Yeah, we're done. Nice. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Well, I I got the bottle and um, I drank it. It was amazing. It had really good hints of pepper, spice, cedar, uh, a lot of blackberry, plum. It was one of the best Zinfandels I think I've had under $20. Uh, 1,200 cases made. It's going to be a little bit more difficult to find. I don't have it. Yeah. I have the cabin. On the, I don't have the Zinfandel. It might be a little bit more difficult for some of our listeners. Uh, if you can find it, buy it. Uh, we, what we always recommend, too, is Wine Searcher or WineZap.com. WineZap.com is awesome. It's a great place to find wine. One thing cool about it, too, is if you're searching for a bottle, let's just say you don't want to get it through mail order. You can type in um, your zip code and it, you can search by your state, which is sort of sort of sort of cool. Uh, the second bottle I liked a lot this where I had this week was uh, from Thorn. What would you would you would you give the first bottle? What'd you give the Bueller? I'd for give fifteen bucks. Sol- solid A. An A. Yeah. For fifteen bucks. Solid A. Better than the Franis? Uh, but yes. Better than the Franis? Better than wow. the Franis Zinfandel. No, you know what? I can't. You know what? I can't say that for the last one. Uh, it's better than any Sagacio I had last year. Uh-huh. It's better than any Kenwood, which isn't saying much, but <laughs> it's better than a lot of things right, I had. Are you giving it an A? It's better than the red wow. and green. It's the same price, too. Wow. Did you, you, you try the green and red? Yeah, green and red, yeah. You tried that one I gave to you? Yeah, this was better. Better than the green and red? Yeah, totally, totally. Wow. Um, the next bottle is from uh, Thorne and Clark. Uh, it's uh, from Barossa Valley in Barossa. No, Barossa Valley in uh, in in. Uh, I mean, you want to say Barossa is fine, but I'm. It, but that's the, correctly. It's Barossa. All right. I mean, do, do you want to know that or no? No, that's important. Good. Yeah, it's the the Shotfire uh, Ridge 2003 uh, Shiraz. Uh, paid twenty dollars for it. Uh, this too was one of my favorites I've had this year. It reminded me a well, lot. Ter- Terry, that was um that was an, um the sign wet wex spaders. Top 100 wines of the year. I didn't realize that. No, but the 04 just came out, and we, we're selling 04, and it's less money, it's a better vintage. But tell, tell the people about the 04. Well, it's very young, and after I drank it, I realized I wouldn't mind having some more of it just to set aside. And for a well, $20 buy, buy bottle, it's, it. it's a great bottle to, to sit on. Um, very big, concentrated, um, peppery. A lot of This one had a lot of black cherry. Um a lot of different spiciness I got in it. It's very spicy, almost like um, like a little fennel, things like that. Uh, great bottle. Uh, 12,000 cases made. Uh, this one should be 
readily available. Now that I know it's, that was ranked by that popular publication to uh, in the top 100 wines, it might be a little bit more difficult. And the final, the, final the, the one. The 04 you're going to find now easily. The 04 you're going to be able to find. This one might be a little bit more difficult. The last one I have is from Chateau Saint-Michel from our good friends in Washington. Scott's pouring his bottle there. Uh, it's the Indian Wells uh, Cab there you. 2003. Sorry, my, my bladder is full. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the 2003 Chateau Saint-Michel Indian Wells Cab. Who uh, recommended this to you? This was one recommended by you, Steve-O, and so I have to give props to you. Well, uh, only if you liked it. If you didn't like it, then you, no, then you never heard then of it. Then you get it from a guy named Harry. This was a, gr- <laughs> this was a great bottle of wine, um, medium-bodied, with a little bit of an earthiness on the nose. This one was very soft and like almost delicate. It reminded me very much like of a French-style wine. Terry, let, let's talk about that for our listeners real quick. Um, 2003 vintages of Cabernet Merlot. Particularly Cabernet, you're going to find them to be softer. Um, oh. Sorry, my phone ringing. Jesus Christ. Okay. Close out. Got a new phone, can't figure it out. There we go. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> In three, two, one. What? What were you saying before the phone rang? Oh, no. I wanted to leave that in. We're not oh, going no, that no. out. That was okay. good shit. No, oh. leave that shit in. No, anyway, no. He was closing out, just saying. This, we were just saying about the 2003 vintage in general for Cabernets. They're going to be softer. They're not going to be as good as ones or twos. But the good news is, is that they're going to be drinkable earlier. So bio threes, if you see them, if it's a label that you like and know, just let you should be aware of the fact that they're not going to be as good as the ones and twos that you may have loved. But they're going to be drinkable earlier. But, so God bless. So this one, I would recommend buying it. Um, one thing that it's not, it's not a big, bold cab. Mm-hmm. Then again, what cabs can you buy under $20 that you enjoy? Yeah. There's very few. And this one is, is ranks in there. Uh, what would you give it grade-wise? Uh, B+. Plus. Wow, that's good. That's a that's good goddamn good. grade. Because of the price. Right. Now, if I, you take this up against a cab that's $30. Yeah, put it up against a Frenna's cab. A Frenna's cab, it's... Forget about it. It's a fucking bitch. It's yeah. it's a it, it's it, orphan it tastes, Annie. It tastes like Merlot next to a. Yeah, fungus. it's a bitch. It's just a bitch. But <laughs> I love it how we're calling it a bitch. Yet I still liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, look, well, I get well, I get pretty fired up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, look, I I recommended it to you because I liked it. No, it's very light and delicate though. Very excellent. Um, I figured your wife would like it. And with know, that, I have her, to go. You might want right, to turn yeah, me go off. Ahead, so. Drop it, baby. Right. No, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> Keep it real, guys. Thank you. Yeah, drop All it. Right. Drop it. See ya. Get T-bone skedaddle. out. Hey, we'll see you later, T-Bone. T-Bone, see ya. T-Bone. Out. Out. Yeah, so I'm going to do a rarity here. And, um, you know, based on the last wines I did during my blog, you know, our, during our podcast, um, well, the fact is, Michael I, I had an opportunity to drink some, you know, just some high-end kick-ass wines. So... Here's my deal. This next one is for those of you who are going to be out in a special place, and uh, you're looking. And you want to be a little what showy? Showy. You want to be some. You want to be showy. That's that's a Stevo coin family heritage word. Showy. It is. It's based on my family, and nobody else can use it. And it's showy wine is showy. Not unless you send Stevo a picture of someone, female, or. No, no, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, okay. showy wines are showy wine. Anyway, so I had to show you <laughs> wine, and it was last week. It was the Kongsgard Chardonnay 2001. Mm-hmm. And um, for the, the professional critiques, they 
rated this wine off the charts for whatever reason, blah, blah, blah. All I can tell you is this, is that if you, if you were, have you ever heard of John's, John Cogsgaard? He was in, um, Food, Food and Wine Magazine. In 2004, 2005, either of those two years, he was the winemaker of the year. Anyway, let me tell you right now, um, he makes really three wines. He makes Chardonnay, he makes Syrah, and he makes, uh, Roussan Viognier. Right. Right. And actually, I just got the email from Kungsgard. I wrote to them, Steve and I, we had a uh, Syrah from them <laughs> a year ago on mistake. Friend of no, no, brother no, no, of mine. No, 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 not on mistake. I mean, we just had it. We just had it, and but not knowing how good it was. Yeah, you know, or how expensive it was. Yeah. So, so was... no, so, so Scott got the email. I'm like, hey, dude, I, I told Scott, I'm like, look, just get four and I'll buy two. And he's like, well, they're 150 each. I'm like. For the judge. Yeah. No, but the, the Syrah. The regu- oh, the Syrah is 150 That's each, what I'm yeah. saying. I'm going, I'll just get four and I'll buy two. And he goes, well, they're 150 each. I'm like. Wow. Screeching tires. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, that's just like you having sex and also your mom walks in the room. I mean, that's yeah. bad shit. I mean, that's done. You're done. You're in. You're completely done. 50 so the, bucks, 35 bucks? Yeah. 150? Wow. The Chardonnay is 75, and then the Judge Chardonnay, which supposedly is their new uh, uh, Chardonnay, well, uh, available this year, 150 bottle. But okay, back yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Well, let's go back to um, the, I mean, the Chardonnay in question, which was the 2001... Kongsgard Chardonnay, and Kongsgard is K-O-N-G-S-A-A-R-D. Right. And, and we've, uh, we'll have the hot links on our website, threewineguys.com. Yeah. Go to our blogcast, and we've got it all in text. This is a special Chardonnay for a special occasion. For those of you who listen to us on a regular basis, I assume you're not you're not buying seventy-five to one hundred fifty dollars bottles of Chardonnay on a regular basis. So, um, anyway. The reason why you would buy this bottle is because it is a special occasion. Or you're in a restaurant. If you see, if you're in a restaurant and you want a special bottle, and Kongsgard is there, you buy it. Yeah. And if, right you, if you see it on the menu, you're in a special place. You're in a special place, and buy it. That's anyway. up there. That's up there with the Cinquanon. So I'll just stop. Ugh. This is your baby, Steve. No, I was gonna say it was this wine was huge, and as Americans, we drink reds too warm and we drink our whites too cold mm-hmm. and I drank this white at perfect temperature probably closer to 60 degrees and it was tropical had toasted coconut in the nose um, lemon oil I mean it was amazing but it was just so fruit oh sorry Steve you're, you're I was getting into it too much <laughs> <laughs> good crowd just Really fruit forward, luscious fruit, um, peach, apricot, apple, lemon. I mean, just amazing fruit flavors. Very, very complex, but well balanced. And tremendous length of flavors. I timed it out. I timed it out for like a minute after my first sip, just sipping and sitting and waiting. And you know that toasted, spicy coconut kind of came through in the last thirty seconds. Just amazing. Fucking amazing. Anyway, What's the price go. on that again? Well, if you bought it online, yeah, it's placed at seventy five bucks. But bucks. in a restaurant it's being probably hundred fifty bucks. Wow. That's awesome. I give the wine for me, I give it I give it an A minus. Sweet. Well I robbed the cradle this week. I went and got Mama via the mail 
because I'm in the Larkmead, uh, what would you call it, wine club or whatever. I signed up for it. I got the Larkmead 2003 Cabernet Sauvignon, which I literally, literally, as I like to say, got in the mail uh, not more than, I want to say, two days ago. And I got to tell you, for a baby, baby young wine, I was blown away. It's about 50 bucks per bottle, but we're talking about a Cabernet that is just literally a baby. Scott, what did I tell you about the vintage? It, it's a, it, it could go either way, though. No, but what did, what did I tell you about the vintage? I mean, what did I Refresh tell you? Refresh my mind, Steve-O. No, no, what did I tell you? Tell that me it, what I told you. Well, actually, what this this goes back to the... Uh, I'm going to say a podcast back. Is this an 02 or an 03? It's an 03. Yeah, so it's exactly. not it's not the 01 that everybody, or actually even, say, 99, 97, that everybody said were great wines. But this 03 Larkmead, to me, was one of the best new wines. To me, it just, when I drank it, it was drinking potential. It's 90%, it's 90% uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, 4% Cab Franc, 3% Merlot, 2% Petit Verdot and 1% Malbec, and it's aged 20 months in uh, 60% new French oak. So That's impressive. You're going to have some oak in it. They only made about... Uh, that is oaky, dude. It's fucking oaky. They only made about uh, 3,500 cases or thereabouts. But i got to tell you, though, drinking it, I was just blown, literally blown away at how awesome it was. I mean, this would be great with like some dark chocolate you know serve it with a big old filet i mean this to me is like this is one of the first of the o3 cabs that i am so excited about and i really am good well i've got a few o3 cabs i'm excited about but um i'm gonna move back i'm gonna go back a few years and um for those of you who enjoy listening to me because I go for value and I go for wines you're going to find, you're going to be able to buy. Well, guess what? You're going to be pissed off at my next selection. Um, the Kong's Guard you're never going to find unless you're in a restaurant or you're there. Or you're buying it at an auction site. Oh, fuck it. You know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do for you kids. For you kids, you know, screw it. I'm going to go right to a wine that I know you can find and that, I, you know, that's enjoyable. And it's from Rosenblum. And Scott and I have been Rosenblum. We've had some great experience with Rosenblum. Very, very, very nice. Their Zins are, they're one of the three R's. If you go the R route for Zins, you're always safe. Right. Ridge, Rosenblum, Ravenswood. Yeah. And uh, this is the Rosenblum, this is the Heritage Clones Petite Syrah. Not Syrah, not Zinfandel, Petite Syrah. Because the three wine guys, like, the petite Syrah. Yeah, we do. Because it's big. Yeah, damn big. It, it'll yeah. knock your socks off, as T-Bone in extension would say through us. So, Well, if his wife lets him. <laughs> T-Bone's in the process of like doing uh, some big stuff now. So, uh, He's buying a house. we got to give him props. So. But yeah, we all love the petite Syrah. P.S. I love you. Dot org. Great. Great site. So. so anyway, so what the Heritage I was Clones, just doing the filler while you were drinking. Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> so the 2003 Heritage Clones Petite Syrah was fucking huge. Huge, big, massive Petite Syrah. Big, burly, fat wine. Like, no finesse at all. Just 
big, huge, dense amounts of blackberry, vanilla, and then a little bit of spice finish. So I was, I was expecting that from a better vintage, the 2004. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Wow. Um, real, I mean, I went, we went from like a, I don't know, like an A minus B plus wine to like a B, B minus wine. Wow. Not a huge drop, but this wine, 2004, it's, still it's a very good wine, and, I, and I'm going to buy it now. Actually, I bought a couple of bottles, but um, it's it's soft. Um, it's not dense and like, it's not a hammer. It's not a hammer. For, it's not just kick ass like, hey, buddies, get the fuck over this, kick some ass. It's not as dense and, and as hammerful as the first was, um, but it's got real good fruit. It's got great, you know, black blueberry flavors, and it definitely says black. When you're drinking, it's like black blueberry, vanilla, and spice. And but the problem is, it's not that it's not that well balanced. It's a little bit drying on the finish, and it's still a little bit hot. I think. I mean, this wine just just came out within the last few months. I think in six months, I think the wine will be much better balanced and much better integrated. But right now, mm, here's my deal: if you can get O three, the Stebo. If you can get if you can get a good O three off the bench, grab it and throw it in. Put that O three up the fucking bat. If you can't, well, you know, um, you know, grab the O four, but make sure it has some food with it. That's it. And, and I'm standing up only because we've been uh, going for quite a while, and I'm just doing a little uh, get up <laughs> off the chair because we've been sitting down for a while. My next one, Steve-O, it's, I always say Equius, but it's the... Axios. Axios. Napa Valley, 125 bones for this bottle. But this is one of those, steve and I were drinking with my brother and our wives and... Not our my, wives, my, your my, wives. My wife... Because I don't have multiple wives, and my brother's wife, because he doesn't have multiple wives. But we, we're drinking, we're out grilling, and uh, we started to play. Oh. Keep going, don't stop. I got my hand on the, on the microphone. We're fine. <laughs> Steve was blowing his nose. <laughs> so if you hear the horn, so. All right, we're out. We're, you're you're fine, Steve. Yeah, you're fine. No one knows. Keep going. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'm back. Steve was back. It's all good. Uh, we're grilling out, having a good time. Yeah, last week. Summer night out in, uh, so we're, out in Chi-Town. Oh, like, these people don't need, like, I don't need to get swamped with fans like I did last week. Hey, I was stalling because you're get, blowing your kazoo. Well, well I, I, was, I don't want to be swamped like I was yeah. with fans. Yeah, well, you get you you are the email getter though, so. Well, yeah, and people recognize me just in my voice. I mean, come on. Yeah, and we got the uh, Stevo at Three Wine Guys, uh, Terry at threewineguys dot com, or T Bone at Three Wine Guys, no, and Scott no, at Three Wine no, Guys. No, no, so, so the point you're making was that last Friday. Dot com. Um, yeah, I mean, you hang out, you know, you're growing out, and we all brought yeah. we all brought wines, right? Well, oh, and, yeah. and and we played a little stump Stevo. I, I I'd like to break this out tonight. Stump Stevo is going to be a new uh, little segment that we do, whether it's Stevo, T-Bone, or myself. But we'll call it Stump Stevo because it sounds good. Damn it, it sounds good. So having said that, uh, that's a good wine. Our uh, we had we had the Axios. Axios. I love saying it wrong. Uh, we had that, and it was 
it, it was a great wine. 125 bucks, a little tough in the pocketbook. I mean, that's the one thing that like kind of drew us all back, where we drank it. Wow, this is the wine of the night. This is amazing. And then it turns out, you know what? It's $125 a bottle. So that was the only thing that really uh, drew us back as far as uh, the price standpoint. Uh, you want to hit the next one, Sebo? Yeah. Um, well, did, um, was that it? I already, already yeah. did my roast. Oh, yeah. I already yeah. did my roast and bloom, right? Well, you had one more in there, didn't you, man? Yeah, Kistler. Kistler. There you go. Well, and then again, it's a snobby wine. And um, as you guys can tell, um, I'm sure we're involved, so I'm not a snobby guy. However, um, every anytime you, know, you get a chance to have one of those like you know elite wines, and domestically, when you talk about Chardonnay, Cabernet, or Pinot, there are certain vineyards that fall in that category. I'm just going to throw a few out for you. Um, Peter Michael, um, Paul Meyer, Staglin, to name a few. Oh, Staglin. To name a few. Anyway, so on Sunday, the same Sunday that I had the 2001 Kongsgaard Shard, I had a 2000 Kistler Pinot Noir. You also had, what, uh, a white yellowtail? I had some yellowtail Chardonnay as well. Yeah. But that's another really good story. Right. Yeah. Anyway, hold on. Um, uh, this is a little filler while steve is drinking... I'm going to actually pass up my third wine, which T-Bone did three wines. Steve-O's doing his third wine. I'm going to pass it up, and we're going to introduce a stump Steve-O wine tonight, where Steve-O's going to guess wait, 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 what I'm make, what varietal. Yeah, I'm just, you have filling time. You're drinking, oh, man. No, I'm you give up the plate, baby. I'm jumping on it. So while, when Steve-O's done with this, we're going to go into the stump Steve-O, and he's going to guess what it is. And I'll go into a little background what it is. Damn good wine. I got to well, give you props yeah, and, for that. And, and, and the so stump, continue, on, though. Yeah, on the, Steve, on the Stump Steve-O front, these guys, they already they they have the wine. They bought the wine. They know the wine. They've done the research. and they're gonna, they, So they're going to pour it out, and they're going to Stump Steve-O. It's a little mix-up. So you, Anyways, you've just gone through yeah, having a little recap. You've gone through. You've had some kick-ass wines. Oh, right? yeah. And, and, and had a chance to have a 2000 Kistler. And uh, this wine, Kistler, is uh, one of uh, one of the absolute best names in domestic wines. Again, one of the wines you're not going to find in your regular shops. If you can, buy them. Paul Meyer, Kistler. Uh, these are names that if you if they're in your wine shops, whatever, and you're used to buying a certain amount of dollars, it doesn't matter. Spend the extra money, get the bottles. They're worth it. And that's all I'm going to tell you. The, the Pinot Noir 2000, which is a shitty year in California, it was still a kick-ass uh, kick-ass uh, Pinot Noir. It was lush, great mouthfeel, I mean, really um, dense flavors, but it had uh, a great long finish, and really clovey and spicy, very clovey and spicy. An amazing food Pinot. Um, that's all I can really say at this point, because um, they've, actually, they're, they're suing me not to talk about their wines anymore, whatever. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, that's all, guys. All right, that brings us into the uh, Stump Stevo, and this is one thing that, uh, like I said, this is brand new to our thing. Usually, I think we're going to be pairing this with the Q and A, which is ask us a question. We'd love to answer it. Uh, a couple weeks back, we did a Q and A. 
keep sending us questions because we've gotten tons and tons of emails, and I know we don't have enough time to answer them in the podcast. And we've actually started doing the podcast Q&A, and we really, really do appreciate it. And it's a lot of fun. We do this as a goof. It's literally, we make no money from it. It's just a lot of fun. Literally, a lot of fun. Can you back me there, Steve-O? Fun. <laughs> right. So, having said that, what's your guess on this stump, Steve-O wine? Let's talk about it. To me, no, first, I see, first a, of all, I see a grapey red, almost like a... Uh, Color-wise, uh, it's it's definitely not a uh, no, it, petite it, sirah. No, it's it's it, got it, some Bing cherry to it. Yeah, no, it's it, it's it's uh, dark in color, grapey in color, cabin color, and it's got that that red ring of death that I call it. So that deep that deep Bing cherry Bing cherry at the red of death. So I'm going, oh yeah, I got it. Good. So what we'll do with this is we're going to put this not in our blogcast. We're going to put it in our brand new page. I'll keep it in. The Stump Stevo page. And we're going to break this into individual pages so it won't stump you because we like to put things on our website ahead of time so you can play along at home. So, Stevo, what's your guess? Well, first of all, tell tell the people what you got off this, and then I'll tell them what I got. For me, you know what? I wasn't even. Uh, I I got some cherry, little little bit of currant. Um, what do you? Uh, you know, let me get into it while we're. Uh, yeah. I get a little bit of heat off it too. Uh, I, it's a definitely a younger wine. You still can get this now, and this is a big red. Not not necessarily big in the sense of like. 16% alcohol. Uh, this, just giving you a little cheat sheet, this is a 13.9% alcohol. Well, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, thanks. Uh, Production-wise, 327 cases, so you can't find it that much, but... It's, so how the fuck do you get it? I mean, 230 cases, how the fuck do you get it? I bought it at a local store, to tell Son you the truth. Bitch. So, I just shop very wisely. Um, I, I definitely think... Taste-wise, it's very drinkable now. All right. Very whatever. drinkable. All right. So anyway, so let me tell you guys, hey, here's what, what I get off this. I first got the wine. Hey, Darth Vader, back the fuck Sorry. up. Steve was doing the uh, nose test to it for the uh, smell-o-vision people. I'll do the play-by-play. I got a lot of, I got a lot of um, to me, I got uh, cherry... I got raspberry. I got a lot of oak. And I got Call. a lot of berry flavors. Right. Okay. So to me, looking at the color, it looked like a Cabernet off the color. But that berry flavors tell me that it's got to have a lot of Cab or Cab, Merlot or, or Cab Franc in it. So um, anyway, I go back into it. And it's got this. It's red, but it's got that purplish shoe, so I know it's Cab Franc dominant. Give some spill to it. By the way, it's a really nice wine. To me, it's extremely balanced. Yeah. Um, really nice. But the it's not tannic. It's not too big. So, therefore, I don't think it's a Cabernet-driven wine. I think it's a Merlot, Merlot or, or Cabernet, uh, Cabernet Franc-driven wine. So, I personally, I thought this wine was... I was guessing more about 60%. I was going to say about um, 
say I would go 60 Merlot and then 20 Cap Franc, Cap, Cap Franc, 20, 20 uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. The rest Cabernet Sauvignon. Good call, dude. This is any guess where it's from? Uh, it's Washington. Wow, nice, nice. The, this, oh, it's this... 2003. Oh, th- really? It's a young wine. It's very young. It's a baby. Well, I'm pleased to say that this is the Carriage House uh, blend. It is their uh, estate-grown Cote de Bonneville Carriage House, which is, as far as from a statistical standpoint, it's 46% Cabernet Sauvignon, 46% Merlot, and 8% Cabernet Franc. I was off. I was off. Yeah, but still, I mean, that that's... What's the vintage? Uh, 2004. 2004. 2003. Actually, I, 2003. So I got the vintage. I got the appellation. Actually, I thought it was 2004, but it's 2003, so... Okay. Um, it's they, yeah. Which is very cool. Um, this, uh, from a statistical standpoint, also aged in French oak for 21 months. So that's it's got a good spice on it. That's yo, that's probably it's the spice and oak good, you're tasting. This, this so. is a good steak wine. Definitely, and uh, actually, where I'm getting my info from, which Stevo has not read yet, uh, Hugh from uh, uh, from. The Code Bonneville, because I always pronounce everything wrong, was nice enough to email us the tasting notes. Uh, thank you very, very much. To me, I think this it's is an great, awesome one. What would you give it uh, grade-wise? It's about 50 bucks a bottle. For 50? Yeah. B. To me, value-wise, I, for 50 bucks, this B-wise. is one. I, I think this has like aging, though. This could, I think this is only going to get better with time. Speak. See, I, I'm doing the B plus A minus, being the Scotto spending too much. So, yeah, well, yeah. well, I mean, you buy it, so yeah, I understand. Hey, you know, when I, for my wines that I bought today, yeah, it was a little bit, you know, defensive. Yeah, and, and we we have been decanting it, and um, it'd be interesting to see if T Bone was here. I'm drinking some wine. Well, I'm I'm gonna drink wine in T Bone spot just for you know. For our last brother. Oh, by the way, that's a great call. Hold on, hold on. We'll both we'll drink wines in T Bone Spa and see what the fuck he has to say. See what it tastes like. So, mm. uh, anyhow, having said that, uh, thanks for listening. We're the three wine guys. Uh, our next podcast, all three of us will be here through the entirety. Uh, go to threewineguys.com. Any questions, send us to send it to uh, info at threewineguys.com. We appreciate all the following. And so was I stumped? Or did, did, well, was Stump Stable, was I stumped? I'd I say know. you're about, I'd say it. Uh, I was partially stumped. I, I would did say, a pretty good job. I would say going, it, it, you were plausible. You were about 85%. That's pretty good, I mean. Yeah. Was I stumped? I don't think I was stumped. I don't think you were stumped, no, no. because you guessed no. it was Washington and Young and... I mean, I mean, I, like, if you said it, like, if I guessed it was uh, Blafrankish, it was actually like, you know, uh, you know, a uh, Greek Zemanero, then, <clears throat> excuse me, then yeah, I would have stumped. Damn, Steve, oh, that's sweet. Um... One thing I'm going to give a props for, the wines I broke out over the weekend, the South African Pinot, 
you called that, which blew me away. So right well, there, I didn't call South Africa. I called well, everything else, but yeah. The, but I mean, it so blew me away though. You got the year and everything. So South Africa. So whatever. Again, three guys dot com. Yeah, but look, we're gonna go back. Listen, no offense, we're we're gonna, we're we're going back to drinking. So have a good time tonight, fellas. And Thanks. Uh, check have out our time. website. Questions. Tell your friends. Fuck that shit. Tell your friends we're having fun. Tell your friends, listen to us. Have a good goddamn time, and we'll see ya. And go to podcastelly.com and vote for us. Oh, fuck yeah. We're out. Later. Or as Terry would say, peace out. Peace out. Ployco presents Great Moments in Freedom. General Roosevelt! Oh, the Rough Riders are ready to charge the hill, sir. Bully, Sergeant, bully! But these insurance claims have me tied up in knots, and I haven't even begun to fight with the payroll. But, sir, you Sorry, have Sorry, to... boy. San Juan Hill will just have to wait. Oh. I still have to find better health insurance rates for the boys and figure out this blasted vacation schedule. Oh, nope, sir. this is going to take some time. But, sir, the Rough Riders... Where? Hey, maybe if you bring in those troops from over at Employco... Employco? Yeah. Never heard of them. Oh, that's because they speak softly but carry a big stick. Mm. They handle employee benefits, payroll, human resources, work... Comp, so you can do what you do best, sir. You can call them on your way down the hill. Bully, Sergeant. Bully Employco. Now, this is what I call a great moment in freedom. I'll tell the man. Hmm, speak softly and carry a big stick. I kind of like that. Maybe I can use it somewhere. Great moments in freedom from Employco. Call us at 800-459-9800 and give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call 800-459-9800 or visit Employco.com.